Hello, come on in. Welcome to Conversation Matters. Could I help you? Yes, I do have a certified conversationalist in right now. Do you have a prescription for a conversation? Thank you. Okay, let me see. Letting go of hate during the holidays. Absolutely. I can get you in with someone right away. Give me just a moment. All right. Here, take your prescription and go through that door right there. I've let him know that you're here and he's ready for you. Hello. How are you? Ooh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Yes, I am dressed up like the Grinch. Mm-hmm. That's right, it's Christmas and I'm not playing Santa, I'm playing the mean old Grinch. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to get to see it. I'm I'm uh, doing a production with uh, the wonderful Blue Whispers ASMR. Have you ever heard of her? You have. She's a very good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Why, thank you for the candy cane, but, uh, looking at your prescription here. Oh, I'm sorry. You're having a problem giving up hatred? Hate. H-A-T-E. You came to me dressed as the Grinch, asking me to help you get rid of feelings of hatred towards another person? Well, this is kind of strange. I feel like uh, it's almost an oxymoron to ask the Grinch to help you get hatred out of your heart, especially at Christmas time. You have to learn to love those around you, love your neighbor. You really do. And I don't think that's like a a Christian morality. I think that's a world morality. Those who care and watch out for their neighbors and their friends and their family, they benefit from that relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. And they flourish. Those who don't tend to be marginalized by society as a whole. Those who prey on their neighbors, their friends, their family. In the end, they live a very sad and lonely life. Now, you might be in a position right now where you feel lonely and you feel marginalized. Is it because you're afraid to let go of your own hatred in your heart? The reason I say this is, We all fall short. We all fall short of perfection. And I say perfection because everybody strives in their heart to be perfect. To be the best person they can be, but we all fall short. Don't we? Yes. Mm -hmm. And when we do, you know, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of jealousy. And then the old H word crops up, hatred. And hatred can take many, many forms. Jealousy, racism, Mm -hmm. envy, yeah. You know, you've got to let it go. At the end of the day, you've got to let it go. You really do. I do. I really do. I let things go and I just move on with my life. 
And you can too. You really can. And it's not that hard. The best way is if you see something that you're jealous about or angry about, you know, quit looking, quit going there and making that a part of your life. If somebody makes you angry, quit being around them. Don't give them the time of day. Distance yourself from them. And it and after a while, you'll forget they even exist. You really will. And in the age of the internet, it's so simple. Block, ignore, delete. Block, ignore, delete. And if you do these simple little actions, that person suddenly is a ocean or a hundred miles away. You don't even have to look at them anymore. You don't even know they exist. You don't even know what they're doing. They're not a part of your life. You don't believe me? <laughs> well, then I'm going to have to tell you a story. Oh, now you asked for it. You asked for it. I knew this young lady, and she had a... <laughs> she had a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. She was a young married woman with a child and a dog and a nice husband and... Well, as nice as could be expected, she was not always happy with him. But he loved her, and he provided, and together they tried to form a family. Now, this young lady, she was a little bit of a perfectionist. She always liked to be on top of things, to be in charge. Mm -hmm. She always felt like, if I was in charge, I could steer things in the right direction, why doesn't everybody just listen to me because I know what's right? And a lot of times she was right. She really was. But sometimes she was wrong. And one of the things she was wrong about was letting go of hatred. This young lady would look in the mirror at herself. and She was never happy with her appearance, her weight, her hair, even the color of her eyes. She was always angry. She was always angry at her husband for not helping around the house enough, not doing the laundry. He would leave candy wrappers in the cup holder of the car, and she couldn't stand it. Mm. Grumble, grumble, grumble. She was a bit of a grinch herself, I must admit. But where she was the worst was... When she would go online, online on the internet, she would get so involved, so meticulously caught up in little tiny dramas, and she could never let anything go. Mm -mm. No. Even the smallest slight caused her to fly into an unreasonable, irrational rage. Oh, she saw her. She was truly a Grinch at heart. That's where the story's going, you know, the whole Grinch thing, you know, it's kind of like a, I'm segueing, I'm segueing into it. You got to go with me on this. And she had so much anger inside that it started to eat her up. She started to eat wrong. She started to go off her diet. She started looking in the mirror and more and more getting, her eyes were getting yellower and yellower. Her skin was getting greener and greener. And hair was growing all over her body where it's not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. 
she was turning into a Grinch. That's right. She could not let go of her hatred. Having to always be in charge. I'm in charge. I'm in charge around here. Oh, dare you. I'm in charge. I love it when she does that. It kind of turns me on. I know I'm kind of grinchy myself, you know, in appearance. But, uh, you know, it's, I don't know what it is. You dress up like a gorilla. You know, when you're in the Planet of the Apes movie, you think you're an ape. You dress up like a woman. You act like a woman. I'm dressed up like a Grinch. <laughs> I'm kind of turned on by her turning into a Grinch. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, I'm not that turned on, actually. She's quite unattractive, even for a Grinch. Because she was letting her anger and her hatred, because nobody would listen to her. She was letting it eat her up. She would present her data and the facts to people. And her supposition, I have a supposition. I have, I'm in a quandary here. I have. A solution to this problem and none of you are smart enough to listen how dare you not listen to me I'm in charge here she always thought she was in charge but she really wasn't she wasn't even in charge of being the dog catcher you know like she wasn't even good at that the dog would get loose and she'd have to get the neighbors to help her catch the stupid dog you know, at least my dog, Max, you know, I'm the Grinch, the dog, Max, he comes to me when I yell for him. I go, din, din, snacks, treats, you want treats, Max? And he comes running right to the door, see? But she would just stand there and she would yell at the dog. I'm in charge, I'm in charge. Stop, come back, I'm in charge. Quit going out in traffic, I'm in charge. You're going to get run over, I'm in charge. And the people would drive by and beep their horn and go, you're not in charge of anything, you dingbat. And it was horrible. It was really horrible. And my heart really went out for her. I wanted to help her. I really did. I wanted to help her, so I tried to reach out to her. And she told me, uh, I don't know what any of this has to do with me being in charge. I don't know why you keep bringing things up that don't have anything to do with me. I don't have to listen because I'm in charge. And I just said... Well, if you don't want to listen, I just am not going to talk to you. And then she got really mad and said, well, if you're not going to talk to me, I demand answers. She demanded answers. Can you believe this in this day and age? She demanded answers of me. I demand that you answer me. And I said, I don't know what to tell you. You know, you don't want to listen. You already made up your mind. You're in charge. You got it all figured out. You're the boss. You know everything. You're the smartest person in the room, even though you're alone in the room. Have you ever noticed a lot of people will sit there and tell you how smart they are while they're looking in the mirror and the only person listening is the echo chamber of their own mind? <laughs> I, I love saying that. Oh, he's the smartest person in the room until somebody comes in. But I digress. I really do. So, being that she was right about everything and I was completely wrong, I didn't feel there was anything left to say. So I insulted her intelligence by not answering her queries in an expedient way. I just 
who do I think I am? Well, I'll tell you who I am. I'm the guy who didn't bother talking to you anymore. I got tired of listening to your, what's called, crapola. You know what crapola is? Well, it's like somebody used to tell me, you know, you can always tell when a politician's lying. Their lips are moving. That's right. Somebody's trying to be a politician and sell you on an idea or sell you on a promise or sell you on some political agenda. You can always tell when they're lying to you because their lips are moving. And her lips were a quivering. And I do mean a quivering. If you know what I mean. She was mad. Mad as a hornet. And by this time she was completely green with envy. Did you ever notice that Grinches are green? Because they're jealous and full of envy. So full of envy they eat it up like a tasty pudding on a daily basis. And you are what you eat. So the more envy you eat, the more green you get. Until poor old Miss in Charge became Miss Grinch. And her anger and her hatred just overwhelmed her. Her back started to get worse. Yes, it did. Her back started to hurt so bad. She couldn't even move. and She was bedridden for months at a time. She couldn't even take care of her dog. No, the dog had to take care of her kid. The dog even had to cook dinner for her husband. And I don't know if you've ever had fried bologna and kibble. It's not so good. It sounds good. I mean, it kind of, you know, the the fried bologna is good with greens, you know, and a little bit of provolone. And you put the greens and the provolone over top like a little canopy. And then you get some fresh Italian bread and you slice it nice and thick. And you toast it on one side, kind of like a panini. And then you kind of, you know, you put it together. It sounds good with just a spot of brown mustard on it. You know, not a lot of brown mustard. Just a little bit to give it that zing, you know. It sounds good, but the kibble, the fried kibble in the middle, <laughs> kind of ruins it. It's a little too bone mealy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but I digress. I keep digressing. So her back was just a mess. And nothing helped. Mm -mm, Nothing helped. And her husband finally walked in the room and said, You've got to let go of this hate. You've got to let go of it, baby. Because I love you. And she said, If you love me, you'd listen to me. If you love me, you would listen to what I said. About how horribly nobody's listening to me and I can't figure it out. I don't know why anybody's not. Why isn't anybody? Why aren't you listening to me? You over there. Get over here. Listen to me. Well, that's a hell of a way to talk to me. I'm in charge. See what I mean? It doesn't work. Get over here. I'm in charge, you know. And this just went on for months and the husband was like ready to leave and he was eating a lot of McDonald's because You know, the dog just couldn't cook, and, you know, the kid, you know, the little boy loved the Happy Meals, and the Happy Meals were great because he got a toy, and since mom wasn't working, they weren't going to have no money for Christmas, so, 
He's killing two birds with one stone, feeding the kids some chicken nuggets, and putting a toy away for Christmas. I know it's just a Happy Meal toy, but it was something. It was something. Now, there's a moral to this story. If you don't want your kid to get Happy Meal toys for Christmas, get up off your lazy ass, get out of bed, quit your moaning, quit hating people, and put your mind to work. If you put the kind of energy that you have you're putting into envy, jealousy, and hatred. If you put that energy into your own work, making videos, making friends, being nice to family, working and earning money to buy your kids toys for Christmas, your whole world would be different. You'd have a different worldview. I'm serious. Think about it. You'd have a different worldview. And everybody would love you. They'd be happy with you. Little Susie would get that toy she wanted from you that you promised for Christmas. And little Johnny would get that train set. Your husband would get some nookie once in a while. You you could give it up a little bit and make him happy. And everyone would just forget all the hatred and the backbiting and all the bickering and all the name-calling and all the... BS bullying back and forth, you know, blah, 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 the diary of the mouth. And they would be happy. Everyone would be happy. Even your husband would be happy. No more fried bologna. No more fried bologna. And I know I'm all over the place today, but that's what Grinches do. Grinches just, they try to justify everything under the sun. But at the end of the day, you've got to be a good person. And it's not that hard. Even for a Grinch, it's not that hard. It's Christmas time. Christmas is coming like next week or something. It's coming like a freight train. And you've got to let the hatred go. Even a Grinch's mother loves them. Do you remember the show where the cat in the hat met the Grinch? And the Grinch was as mean and nasty as he ever was. He was going to destroy the world with like global warming or something, you know? Kind of like Dr. Seuss was pretty quick. So anyway, the Grinch had this machine. He was going to destroy the world or something and suck all the laughter out of the room, you know? And, you know, kind of like, you know, Bobcat Goldthwaite, something like that, you know? He's just going to suck all the humor out of the room. And then, uh, you know, and then the cat Nat showed up and said, you can't be like this. You can't have that cold a heart to take all the love out of the room with your hatred, jealousy, and your envy. Don't you have any love in your heart? Doesn't anybody love you? And the grin said, nobody loves me. I'm alone in this world. I'm not like you, cat in the hat. You're so much more privileged than me. I'm just a lowly Grinch. My hatred has overcome me because no one loves me. And the cat had said, Oh, my dear fellow, that's not true. Even a mother loves her son, the Grinch. I'm sure your mother loves you. And he sang a song to him about how even the Grinch loves his mother. And the Grinch, he he broke down. He did. He looked in the mirror, 
is green and hairy and nasty, his back hurting, his shoes too tight, you know, because they buy shoes too small for some reason, his heart just not right with his body, and he, he wept, he wept, he cried, and his heart broke, you're right, cat, you're right, cat, I do love my mother, forgive me, I'm going to quit threatening and scaring and telling people who they can and can't be friends with, who they can and can't work with. I'm going to quit being a butthole just in time for Christmas. I'm going to quit my Grinch ways, get a Bic razor, shave my dirty-ass face, remove all the whiskers, and get this green envy out of my soul. I'm going to be Grinchless for Christmas. What do you think of that, Cat in the Hat? And the Cat in the Hat said, I think you're batshit crazy, Grinch, but that'll do. That'll do. That's not quite what happened, but I think we needed a laugh today. Part of giving up hatred is just letting it go. You can't dictate to people, especially other adults, and tell them who they can and can't be friends with, who they can and can't associate with, watch, support, help. You know, you hold the door for strangers. You would treat a stranger better than you would someone you actually know, I think sometimes. You hate someone in your family, you hate a friend, you hate a co-worker, can't stand the ground they walk on. But the stranger that could be worse than them, ten times worse, you hold the door for them, and then when they say thank you or don't say thank you, you think you did a good deed. You think you've advanced your soul a little bit further down the line. Did you ever think about it, though? How do you know that person is any better than the last? How do you think when you're looking in the mirror that you're any better than the next? I'm not sitting here saying Oh, you're not better than anybody else. I'm just saying, how do you think you're better than somebody else when you have nothing but hatred in your heart and all your ideas and all your words come from that fountain, that endless fountain of anger? Is any good going to come from that? No. In this time of Christmas, remember your worst enemy is someone who is loved by their family and friends. And they in turn love their family and friends. It's not that hard to understand that this kind of stuff can ruin you. And the easiest way to get it out of your system is to let it go. If you can't handle being around somebody that you hate, ignore, block, remove them. Delete what they said that hurt your feelings or whatever they're doing that's bothering you. And don't look again. Look away. Find people you do like. Find people you get along with. Spend time with those you love. It's not that hard to be kind. And I'll tell you something else about kindness, and I say it all the time. Being kind is free. Being kind is free. 
doesn't cost you anything to be kind to someone and to show somebody that you have love in your heart. And when you help someone, are you doing it for yourself to make yourself feel good or look good? Or are you doing it because you want to help someone? There is a difference. There is a distinct difference. You need to find the compassion in your soul that you once had, the drive to be a good person, to be a wonderful person, to be a loving person. You need to find that again. And it's not that hard to find. You look in the mirror every day. Do you want to see a Grinch? Or do you want to melt that nasty frozen heart you see in the mirror? Do you want that nasty frozen heart to melt and turn into a warm red soft cuddly heart two sizes too big you can do it you can choose to be that person and I think you can I think you could reach out today and be a better person I've done lots of uh, prescriptions for Depression, anxiety, loneliness, the fear of loss and losing those we love. I don't know if I've ever touched on hatred and how much it can eat the soul, how much it can ruin you. Just these last two weeks, I've been fighting it hard myself, trying not to be mean to those around me that are doing cruel things to me just for the sake of doing it, drawing me into their web of deceit and lies. I refuse to let their hatred ruin me, and I challenge you to not let the hatred of others, the hatred even in your own soul, destroy you. You can combat it. You can be a better person for it. And I know you can. I've always believed in my audience, and I really do believe in you. And you know who you are. You and my audience that needed to hear this. You had a laugh. We had a chuckle. We nodded our heads. You might even be standing looking in a mirror right now, looking at your camera on your cell phone so you can see your face. You realize my words are true. You know, I have a lot of room to grow. (laughs) I really look like a Grinch right now. And you don't want to look like me. You don't want to look like a Grinch. No. You want to look like a good person. And a good person has a smile, rosy cheeks, and a big red heart pumping good oxygenated blood through their soul, their whole body warmed by the goodness and compassion of their heart. And when you open that door for somebody, a stranger, think about it for a second. This could be the worst person in the world, but I'm going to open this door for them because I want to show them that there is a better way. Be a good witness to all those around you this holiday season. And spread love and joy, not hatred. Let that hatred go.
put it on that freight train heading south. That train that just always seems to show up right in the middle of everything. Don't hate it. Use it. Put that hate on that freight train and send it down the rails. Send it out of your heart and let it go. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I've learned to love those trains. They just, I want to hate them, but I don't. I just put my hatred towards them, piles of it, one crate after another on that freight train, till it's full to the ceiling sometimes. I'm, I, lo- I, I love the train now. <laughs> and I send that hatred south on a freight train to Georgia. You're not buying this, are you? Okay, well, that's all right. It is Christmas. As long as I made you laugh, that's all that matters. Okay, well, thanks for coming in. No, seriously. It's good to see you. I know, you got to let that hatred go. It'll ruin you. And those who let it go, you should see how fast they are growing and how happy they are. They're becoming a beautiful person. You could see how green those ones that can't are letting it just ruin their lives. And I don't want to see that in you. So let it go. Okay? All right. You take care, and we'll see you next week for Christmas. Oh, I've got some surprises for Christmas. And they're not Grinch surprises. Lots of presents under the tree just for you. Until later. Bye-bye. Boy, that train's loud. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tierra de Fuego. Remember to stay tuned for the next episode, coming soon. When you have a moment, please take the time to rate and review this podcast. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardehuello at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.